Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why I just did all that. I'm like, why are you hesitating? It's not. It's not a weapon. I wasn't hesitating. I like ran and started thinking about the um Eminem skit. So in my head, I was like, I'm I'm, I'm walking over you. So, <laughs> <laughs> You're using too many napkins. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Kelsey and Cake Thing. Um, we're here again to talk shit. Yes, absolutely. Um, you, we like to always start the episode with thanking you guys for tuning into previous episodes or previous episodes and supporting our shenanigans. Yes, and, and sending so much love and positivity. Sorry, <laughs> I got the skit stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure some of our listeners know what fucking skit we're talking about. We're like, I like imitating Eminem. I'm in the full horse. <laughs> the Harrison, Harrison Ford in. <laughs> yeah. Floorboards. <laughs> Yo, that fucking skit is legendary. Um. But yeah, man, seriously, man, thank you guys for all the positivity and love y'all send our way. That shit is... And the sharing as well. Yeah, it's the people who share. That shit is so I'm fucking... I'm going to give specific shout-outs to Dayani. Yes. I think that's how you say her yeah, name, right? Diane, yeah. And Kenya. We love you guys. Thank you for, for sharing. So much, so much, so much love. Oh, and Tosh, too. Tosh hit me up and she was talking about the podcast and she said Sayer. she did Sayer. Oh, and let's not forget Candy. Candy hit me up. Yes. She sent a like, very very touching text to me about appreciating us and our friendship and everything like it's dope when you're friends with someone that and they, they genuinely support you without you even having to ask yes yes that shit is the best one <gasps> in the world it's rare you know? yeah but and we're the type of people good. we're the type of people that if we're friends with you we want you to tell us if our shit is whack don't fucking lie to us and be like yo yeah that like, shit is popping because like how can we get any better if you're sitting here lying to us about the product that we're trying to create so yeah, it's true. So yeah, if my shit is whack, I want you to be like, "Yo, cake, that's fucking corny. I wouldn't do it." Or like any any kind of improvements that you feel would be a little easier as a as a listener. Absolutely, absolutely. See what I just did there. We're talking about friends and like the support and shit. It was a segue. Facts. It was a segue. I like the way you did that. Yeah, it was a segue into the episode because the episode <laughs> is about friendship. So yeah, that was fire. Like, let me like tap myself on the show. That's good. I'm getting good at this. Like, you are. You yeah, are. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You might get some Toto. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I like that. Toto. I love that word. That's like the most fire word in Spanish. Toto. You say it's so American. I definitely do. You put like an O in there, Toto. Yeah, because I got like a quarter Dominican in me. So, I mean, I didn't like, my shit's a little watered down. It's like diluted Spanish. So, it's like Toto. If even that. Yeah, so. But like, when I say Bama Huevo, that shit sound fire, though. No. That, that it shit does. sound like I'm like, it does. Me, like <laughs> I, I feel just... like, oh, I want you to tell me that in real life. Bama <laughs> um, Huevo, for people who's like, what the fuck is that? It's actually. It means dick liquor or balls liquor. Either or. No, sucker. Sucker, wild ball sucker. Because mama is sucking. Yeah, yeah, so dick sucker. Or ball sucker. Or, or ball sucker. Whichever context you want to use. Wow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so me and Kiosu was having, like, an interesting conversation. Well, actually, you know, before we even get into that, I know this is not what we normally do on the show, but... um. I can't help but mention it and talk about it. Um, 
it's been a very like emotional week. Yeah, it definitely has. Um, for us both, I haven't like really like accepted it yet, or I've like talked about it. I've even like straight away from social, social media. media because I don't want to see anything about it or hear about it. Like I have this thing now when certain things happen, I'm just gonna like get away just from unplugged. social media because I know how it's gonna affect me. So, um, to people who are very close to me, like that know me very well, they know I'm a very big Mac Miller fan, like huge fan of his music. Like friends will tell you like if they don't listen to him, I'll like talk about him a lot. Like, yo, give him a chance. He's really good. He's so talented. Like yes. one of my favorite rappers. And he passed away last Friday from a drug overdose. And yeah, apparently that's what they're saying right now. Yeah. And I just like I'm not even gonna lie, I like broke down like Kelsey hugged me and everything. You know, yeah, you was were crying. Me. Yeah. It, like it really affected me because I'm the type of person that when I find an artist that I take a liking to, I connect to their music. So like anyone else though, I yeah, think absolutely. people just don't like to admit that because people get shunned yes. for, for basically like admiring a celebrity. Yeah, but saying, like, you you gotta remember them. that these people make music every day within their survival and, you know, motivate us to survive every day, make it through things yeah. and help us through, the most challenging times of our life. How are you not supposed to develop a relationship basically with these artists that save you? Absolutely. You know, absolutely. so I, I, I sort of hate that, that, yeah. that people get shunned for. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Um, and, and his music sounds so different to me now. My favorite song by Mac Miller ever is um, a song called Objects in the Mirror. And the day that he passed away, I remember I was like, I'm not going to listen to any of his music because I know that's what everybody's going to like do today they're gonna be like yo it's a, a day dedicated to mac miller but then i had to like cast myself and like say yo this is an artist you genuinely love and grew and, with and, and, and grew with exactly you've had you've you've been a supporter since his mixtapes yeah so it was like i had to just allow myself to like listen yeah, to like, his music and it just sucks now that like a lot of people are gonna let me be honest that's one of the reasons i didn't want to be on social media because all these people are gonna act like they knew who Mac Miller was before and like they cared and, and they didn't care. They didn't care when he was going through all the stuff that he was going through. Like being the fact that he's an artist that I follow for a minute, I've heard him talk about like his his um battle with addiction. A battle with um depression and all that, him moving from his moving from Hollywood to Brooklyn because he needed a new beginning. So it seemed like his life was like starting to like get better. Just a and little bit right after that D. Exactly. What was that DUI? Yes, yes, yes. Even when we heard about the DUI, I remember it broke my heart because I was like, "Damn, this is this is not good. A red flag." Yeah, I remember I texted Kelsey. I was like, "Yo, Matt Miller is not the type to get in trouble." So it was crazy that I heard that he he got a DUI, and that was only like what like, like three months ago, I think maybe maybe less, something like that. Don't quote me on that, but I know it was some something recent. So. I remember um, I got the text. It was crazy. Like, I swear to the right hand of God, me and Kills were just sitting here, was talking, and I was like playing 2K. And I got a text message. As a matter of fact, the person who sent it to me was Chanel um, Polka. And like, when I opened it, it said Mac Miller dead at 26. I thought it was a joke at first. So then you when said I, it out loud, and then I instantly Googled it. Yeah. And then my sister sent it to me. And then my boy Sayyid sent it to me. Their first call sent your it to friends, me. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was, like, sent it. Yeah, was sending it to me. It was like, yo, we've seen this Mac Miller shit. So. When I like saw it, I just like broke down because one, how much I'm gonna miss him and all the amazing music he made, but like I felt it in that like how alone he was, like that he didn't have anyone, that he was going through all this, that 
his it's his, just that he was in his own battles that yes. you know he it had to be this way almost yeah and, and self-medicating was his way of trying to battle it till the point that it made him take his own life and it just sucks it just sucks and it well, just not made him take his own life per se but well, the fact yeah, that yeah. he was still chasing that to exactly exactly yeah yeah i'm sorry like i should have said that a different way but it just also goes to show like i stress to people to like if you have anything you're going through talk to someone like i know we talk about it like every episode like even if you can't get to a professional right now you f- you don't feel comfortable talking to a professional if you have someone you feel you could confide and tell them like yo i'm not doing good and if you as a friend feel like you have a friend that you don't know if they're doing so good or not like Check simple, in. Yeah, a simple text of like, yo, you good? You straight? I haven't spoke to you in a few days. I just wanted to make sure everything's good. Like, Guys, little the strong shit like friends, that, the yeah, ones you think don't need anybody. They don't want to need people. And like, little texts like that, just say, hey, how you doing? You don't understand how much shit like that could save a person's life. Because that, hey, how you doing, could show the person that you genuinely care. And mm-hmm. they, they could feel the need to open up to you and, and just talk to you. And yeah, it's, it's just that. I, I just personally... I feel horrible to know that he passed away because remember his album came out about a month ago now. Yes. Or so. Yeah. Um, and we were so excited because we preview albums together when they premiere. Uh, after Lila goes to sleep, yes. we stay up really late and we both put our Beats headphones on and who have our own separate experiences, but together, sitting together in the same room. Yes. I remember being so excited because I was like, oh my God, yes, I'm so glad he's back because we were already fiending yeah, for one after, album. what is it, Good AM? Yeah, and which fucking was, a great album as ugh, well. It was fucking flawless, yeah. that album. Um, and then this happens, and me personally, I just feel sad because I suffer uh, with depression on and off mm-hmm. um, due to my mental illness, unfortunately. It's not something that uh, necessarily leaves me alone for too long. So I understand the need to escape and want to get away from everything. But it personally hurt my feelings because I almost felt like, damn, like, I'm sorry that we couldn't save you, a.k.a. Yeah. Our, your fans. Yes, yes. You know, yes, like, yes, I'm yeah. sorry that we couldn't be an escaper of, of any, like, relief to you to make you feel like, that you wanted to stop and also you know addiction is a disease yes yes and yo like so many people loved him yo everybody has an amazing story about him. like he was a person that was genuinely loved and he was no matter so how much fucking, bigger he got than last time yes and he was so talented yo it wasn't the fact that he was just a great rapper he was a great writer as well he worked with so many legendary so artists talented. yes he made a whole album dedicated to women just a straight divine album. feminine yes. isn't it That's straight what dedicated to women and that album is fucking amazing it's just he made a whole album as a, a fucking jazz artist like just to tell you some of the things he did he was just such an amazing artist he worked with some of your favorite rappers CeeLo. yeah worked with fucking lil wayne it, it just it sucks man like i'm i'm genuinely gonna miss him he's gonna live on forever in my ipod but Me it too. just sucks man in 26 he was fucking young yes but I mean, like, um, like Joe Budden said, it's sort of like you forget that he was that young yes, mm-hmm. because you know, just how intellectual he was, mm-hmm. what he rapped about his content and things like that. You would forget that he's a young kid out here just trying to make it and survive every day. Yes, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Um, but, but rest in peace. Yeah, rest to in Mac peace Miller, to Mac Miller, man. We love you. We'll miss you. 
to his family so, and also to his other friends that also feel a, a hole yes. in their heart. Absolutely. After this like devastating news. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yes, going back into this, since we were just talking about like checking in with friends and shit. Um, friendships. Friendships. So I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you think makes a relationship worth keeping? Well, as far as like a friendship, it's crazy because junior five years ago, processing friendship is completely different from junior now who processes friendship. To me, friendship back in the days was, <clears throat> excuse me, let me not say back in the days, a few years ago was, yo, I hang out with that person, I chill with them. Like, I mean, that's my friend. I was quick to call people friends. Like, I didn't understand the difference between having associates and people that I'm cool with and people that I call friend. Like, I feel like that word is used so loosely. So me now, to me, friendship is keeping people around you who are about the same things as you. And when I say that, I don't mean like career-wise and stuff no, like that. Not number, yes, man. Yes. Not that. Exactly. But number one, people who are mentally healthy. And some people's like, how do you know what's mentally healthy? And who are you to say that? Yes, like I'm I'm saying from what my view is as a person who goes to therapy and have like gained certain tools and know to keep moving forward and, and constantly trying to improve themselves. Yes, and not to like pour my all into people who's not trying to do better to, for themselves. Like all the people that I like keep around me now with like it's still a few that like I, I like gotta that need to fall off. Yeah, that I, I gotta let go of. But I'm also a person that's very soft-hearted. When I take a liking to a person, sometimes it's very hard for me to disconnect. And that's something that you know that you tell me I need to work on. Like I trust easily. As have I had to learn the hard yeah, way. Yeah, I, I trust to easily. detach from people that were toxic and potential wasn't enough. Just like you know, relationships where you feel like potential is gonna hold you down. But if the person is not acting for better, they're not consciously making an effort to do better with you or for themselves, you know, without you having to fight them for it, then it ends up taking more away from you than a person who is willing to do that. Mm. You said um, potential. I think that's what it is with me too. Like we get caught up in that. Yes. Like this person has potential we to see be the a best. friend. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like me, when I meet people off the rip, I'm like looking at the good in people. Like I, I don't see the bad in people till they do bad to me. And a few times. Too, yeah, a few times, and then it's too late. But I've gotten a lot better. Like, yes, you have. I, I'm I'm more quick now to like notice shit about people, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's how this person's moving. That's how they're gonna deal with certain shit. You that's know what? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna put my energy in that because I got like I got myself a certain place, and I don't need that's that. A big I don't need compromise. To, yeah, I don't need that to be tampered with. So. I'm going to be cool with this person from afar. And it's okay to be cool with people from afar. Yeah, It's like, it's very healthy to be cool with people from afar because it forces them to like, take a look at your friendship as well. I feel like sometimes people need to do that. Like, yo, why does he fuck with such and such the way All he the does? All the time. Yeah, and, with and they me, get to do like, this. Exactly. I mean, sometimes a person would use that moment to self-reflect and see yes. what they have to improve. Other people would just be like, you know what? they're the problem and make it something really negative yeah, with the heads up their ass yeah and and i and i have lost friends because of shit like that where they they don't realize they're the fuck-ups 
And then or they're it, just too stubborn to want to do the homework. No, I, I like fuck ups better. I think they're fuck ups. I like to call people fuck ups when they do stupid shit, like because they don't <laughs> deliberately. Want, anyway. Yeah, deliberately. <laughs> like if you know you're fucking up and you're gonna sit here and try to front like, oh nah, it's just something wrong with you. It's nothing. I think like nah, okay, you're a fuck up. Like I don't. Well, need those you people, I think they're just not able to keep any healthy relationships. That's true. Around them, period. That's true. That's true. So those are the people that need yes men around them. Yes, and you know it's crazy. I have that conversation with um with my bro, um, my closest friend, um, Fab, and he tells me all the time that like certain people, when you pay attention to them, in order for them to feel complete, they gotta f- keep people around them. That constantly validate them in the ways that they should exactly. be able to do by themselves. Exactly. And very insecure, toxic. When I say toxic, I mean ways that are counterproductive to their actual well-being and absolutely. people around them. Mm-hmm. And things that don't benefit anyone. Yes, absolutely. Like, they're, they're more concerned about the ego stroke mm-hmm. or, you know, having more pride mm-hmm. and things like that. Rather than having to fucking grow up sometimes and take accountability for the fact that you've been a fucked up friend and you've done fucked up things. Yeah. And that doesn't mean... You know, you have to stay there. You can acknowledge your fuck ups and still move on and yes. just try to build better. Yes. Some people just don't want to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's one of the other things I've learned in becoming better friends with people or becoming like who I consider friends. I'm sorry. Um, I never realized how important communication was. Like I always viewed it as like, I mean, if this shit happens, then I mean, we'll just get over and we'll move on because we're friends. No, that's not how the world works. If me and you are supposed to be friends and I'm doing some fucked up shit, I want you to call me out on it. Just like if you're doing some fucked up shit, I'm going to call you out on it. It doesn't mean that we're beefing or anything like that. It's called Just having the safe space to be able to check each other. Exactly. Like that's what's going to keep our friendship going, what's going to keep us healthy. That and and keep both of you on your toes. Yes. And a lot of people, they don't know how to do that with their so-called friends. They can't have healthy conversations telling their friends why yo you did this and i'm not feeling it like yeah or i don't think that was the best thing to do for you because such and such is gonna happen i mean people gotta learn by themselves anyway yeah yeah true you know so that's that's fine too we're not saying like you have to listen to everything we say first shot because Mm -hmm. i'm still a person that even if you tell me i don't think you should do this i'm gonna do whatever it is that i feel that i want to do to learn my lesson regardless of what you say yeah, I'm actually like that too. Like, you'll tell me stuff a lot of times, and I'll be like, "Yeah, babe, I know I'm gonna do such and such," and I don't listen. And it's when but you'll sh- stop once you see, like, all right, this is why she said exactly she was right. Yeah, and there's people who don't do that. Like, they know it's wrong. Some shit happens, and you're just gonna keep going on with it. That's a lot so of people like to be victims. Oh Jesus Christ! Yes. That's exactly. Oh my god! I forgot what the original question was. Shout out to this wine we drank. We yeah. downed the whole bottle, guys. Yeah, that rosé, that shit was all by amazing. ourselves. Um, I think what was the question? Shit, I think we were talking about healthy relationships, friendships, friendships. What do you think makes a, a friendship that? Um, but I think we can't discuss that without including the past heartbreaks we've had. Absolutely, yes. Oh, Um, yes. I've had my heart broken with a lot of friends. Yes, and I think that goes to say and show that friendships are very much relationships. Yes, they are. You know, they need just as much energy as someone you're trying to marry. You're still committing to to a person. Yes, or, you know, like a family relationship or anything like that. I think it's the same. Mm -hmm. Um, Me, personally, I am also a person that loves hard and 
my downfall, I think, is thinking that I could save everyone. Yes. And when I say save, I don't mean like I'm a savior. I mean, hey, I've acquired these tools within the last few years of my life that really helped me. And when I try to share them with you, you don't want to apply them at all. Mm-hmm. That's difficult for me because I feel like, hey, I survived. You know, I was also dark and I couldn't listen or tolerate to certain things that were maybe better for me being told to me by people around me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like my downfall is accepting that some people just want or need to drown for the moment. Yes. You know, and that's not necessarily my responsibility. Yeah. And uh-huh. I think that's really difficult because I have a big heart. And bigger than that, you know, like, I'm still alive. Mm. And that to me means a lot personally because I struggle with suicidal thoughts and, and amongst other things that keep me down. I still push forward and I just feel like, oh, my God, like, I figured something out. I want to share this with people. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people just look at it and just like, you know what? I see what you're doing over there, but, you know, I just want to drown right now. Yes. And I drown. We Sometimes also- I want to drown, mm-hmm. but I have... I have developed this inner, this inner limitation, this sort of like an alarm that goes off mm-hmm. that doesn't allow me to stay down too long. And I can't do that for myself and 10 other people. Yes. It, it, and it goes back to what I was saying about energy. That shit really fucks with your energy. It, it really like drains your energy. It like sucks the life out of you when you're putting so much into people and they don't want to do better for themselves. That shit like, really like sucks the life out of you and i've learned that in the past there's like a lot of friends that like i've had that i thought were like great friends they were like good friends and then no but they were just great at coming to you when they needed you and when they made the wrong decisions over and over and over to make them feel better about themselves yes yes i agree and all the time though because we all want friends to make us feel better about ourselves and our decisions when we are really low yeah and shit like that but there's a difference between that and just constantly using someone and sucking them dry of their resources you know that you're not gonna fucking use well that's the thing i was gonna say too because i have friends that like go through shit and they'll ask me and i'll give them the advice i'm like yo don't do this it's not gonna work out you're gonna get hurt and they'll tell me you know what yeah you're right and they'll listen to me they'll make me believe that they're gonna use what i'm telling them and they'll still go and do their own shit and then they'll come back to me and tell me such and such happened or they're hurt or they understand why this happened. And I'll be honest. I'm like, well, I told you don't do such and such. So I have this thing now where I tell people shit once. If I genuinely consider you a friend, if I tell you not to do something, you're still going to go ahead and do whatever the fuck you want to do. Don't come to me for advice anymore because I'm like going to brush it off. I understand you in that sentiment, you know, but I think there's also the real life side that there's people that well, we do try five, six, ten times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because let me not say, let me not say here, lie and say, like, as I mentioned before, like, Fabi's my best bro. If he did some shit and I like spoke to him about it, and he still went and did his own thing, I know I'm gonna invest more time into like telling like your bro. I don't think. But you that's do that. because he'll backtrack and at least right. make some effort to acknowledge mm-hmm. that, and then try to figure out what he can do next mm-hmm. to make it better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or maybe not do it as many times with the same way. Right. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get what you're saying. But it just, it just really sucks. 
it does you know to have to cut people off you know but it's the older you get the less time you have to waste on people who aren't able to do it for themselves and especially now that i have a child oh my god it's fucking different. it's even worse it's worse now yo i don't have time for no bullshit like i'm not letting people around me or around my child i don't have this shit together fuck so, out of here i have a question what's up what has been the most heartbreaking friendship experience to you the most heartbreaking friendship experience to me um shit or just in general what has been i guess the most heartbreaking part about friendships in general that you realize now that you're older because even if it's not that one experience it's just even if it's a group of people have let you down um if i'm being completely honest i would say it was like my band of like of brothers and when i say my band of brothers like you know i had a circle of friends that like no matter what i was always with and that circle of friends went from eight to seven to six to five to four to three and now it's strong too though yeah and it's now like all in like it's all like divided scattered so like it's like i'm friends with such and such while i'm still friends with such and such while i'm still friends with such and such we used to be like we all was a circle of friends but it just goes back to what we was talking about before and i think um egos come to play in with shit like that like pride and pride exactly like and people don't always want to grow up yeah and it's people just want to do what they want to do and not not have to face the consequences yes and i think Communication, like what I was saying before, communication. Sometimes people are afraid of communication because they don't like to hear things that they do wrong. And like I said before, like if I did something wrong, tell me. I don't care. Like if you're telling me that I did something wrong, that means that you genuinely considered me a friend and you want me to better this so that we can make our friendship work. That's how I view it for my friends. If I'm telling you, like, yo, you did some shit. You know that you mean it on something like, yo, you need to just get better. Yeah, I'm not doing it to like, like hurt your feelings or like, or, like, like no malicious intent yeah i'm saying it because like i genuinely like my assistant friend so for me it would be that because it's gonna sound corny but like this was my group of friends that i used to look at them and i'll be like because i'm i'm the soft one pause out of all my friends i'm the one that's gonna be like yo like random like yo bro i mean I, obviously I, I, I love you like in obvious I'm, ways and they'll like crack jokes on me for it but they like know that to me like yo cake is the type to be like randomly hit up in a group like yo i miss y'all i haven't seen y'all in mad yeah, long like, like give you the flowers where you can still smell them kind of yeah person. like like i don't care like i love you bro like i randomly send a text like i just want y'all to know like y'all mean the world to me i love y'all and, and, and shit like that um but yeah that was the most devastating thing to me and i, I genuinely miss it because like i said the, these are the few people that i thought i was gonna grow old with like we'd be telling stories together mm-hmm. about when we was young and stupid shit that we did and it just sucks that it's all like scattered now. I still love all of them genuinely. It's just I miss it. Yeah. What it, it used to be before. And and sadly I know it'll never be that again. Mm-hmm. And it just goes back to like what I was saying, egos and, and pride and And just people not wanting to grow up. Yes, exactly. Um what about my, Yeah, for you. Yeah, my most heartbreaking experience, honestly, I love hard. I'm the kind of person I wanna hug you. I want to make sure that you remember every single day that I love you, that you're important, that you matter, that you're super. And my bad. <laughs> shout out to you. Yeah. 
um, the fact that you can still pour your all into someone and they that doesn't mean that they're going to do it back. Mm-hmm. Just because you do something to someone, it doesn't magically inspire them to want to meet you halfway. Unfortunately, we come from we come from all different backgrounds, all different kind of traumas and experiences all together. So it's just being forced to realize that I could give a person a hundred percent, and they might feel like giving me fifteen percent, and that's their best. That's difficult for me. Yeah, you know. And then it's just most of the time when it's happened like that people all of a sudden changing, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. changing and being different and acting different, going from being completely, you know, present and stuff in your life to then changing and doing funny stuff shit, you know, doing things that don't seem like pure hearted things that seem a little bit more them things that seem a little bit more of that selfish lifestyle. You know, we all come from hurt. We all do things once in a while. That, you know, are hurtful to people around us that we're probably not aware. Or sometimes we just feel like being like dickheads because we're going through something. Right. I'm not saying don't do that. But it's just having a person fail, know that they're failing, and then try to, like, act like it's not happening. I think that's difficult for me. Mm Because I genuinely, I want to be everyone's friend. Mm -hmm. I want to to be there for everyone. And people don't always want that. Yeah. And that's okay. But people sometimes don't want that. And they don't want to see you do good either yeah but i mean that goes to say even with your situation people have expiration dates unfortunately and i think when we're younger and we're sort of like living in the now you know not paying attention to what is unhealthy what are red flags you know what a person is not supposed to be doing in a friendship or relationship, because it is a relationship. Right, it is. We ignore all of that. So, of course, it has this glorified, oh, my God, you know, it was this or it was that. But you know what? You have to mature. Hmm. You have to grow. And people don't always fit that anymore. They fit you at the time that it was the best in your life before. But now they don't fit anymore. And it just sucks. It does. It it really does. And it's like hearing you say that the expiration date thing, that even makes me It's a harsh truth. Yeah, it makes me cringe. Like, damn, some people really like... They just choose to to be... Honestly, I talk about this with my brother all the time, Frisco. There's really people out there that just don't want to do better. Yeah, they don't want to make the effort. Not only that, but it's just safer and it feels better for them to stay in that mindset. Mm. You know, and then... My thing is, right, the reason why I am so strict with, hey, you know, all you got to do is show me your, your your ass once and I'm out. I'm not asking you no questions. I'm not going to try to convince you of nothing. I'm not going to sit here and get on my knees. It's because I feel like that's true. Mm-hmm. You show me who you are once. I don't need to see it again. Red flags. Because you know what? If you're comfortable walking around in shit that stinks, eventually down the line, you're going to expect me to walk around and shit act like it doesn't stink with you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I'm about. Mm-hmm. So if I end up being in a situation like that, that's already compromising to me and a disservice to me. That takes more away from me. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just sad. It is. Yeah. It is. Well, you're my best friend. I know I could count on you. You've been consistent for the past four years. Yeah, not including I, us being together. Yes, I think I knew you were my best friend like right away. Me too. 
right? Like, yeah. how early did you do you think you were just like, nah, this is this is my this is my nigga right here, like for real, for real? Um, it's crazy. I would say it was how comfortable I felt like, telling you stuff. No, 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 I know that. I'm not saying what. I'm saying when. Like as far as like time. Um, I would say about like a week or two in, I was like, this friendship is is. Different. It's different. It felt different. I'm like, this is a friendship I, I never experienced before. Even in the way you spoke and like certain things you would say, it was, it was foreign to me. But it felt good, no? It did feel good. Because I, I think I'm, I'm right on the same timeline as you. Yes. Because even that first week of us um, speaking to each other, it just felt very organic and sort of like I didn't have to think about anything. I was just being myself, right. and you just went with it. Yeah, I was. I was comfortable with you. Yes. Early. There was, was no feeling of like, I'm pushing against the grain. This is weird. It was just this whole like free falling thing that just blossomed and it just kept going. Yes. And we've spoken every day since. Literally every day. It's only one day I didn't speak to you. And it wasn't we, a technical day. It wasn't a technical day because we was texting each other. I mean, like, I didn't hear your voice all day and you didn't talk to me. It was just. It was a day where you was just busy. I was busy. We both got caught up at work. And I was at work and school at the time, right? Yeah. And by the time we got home, we was texting. Then we didn't realize that we didn't call each other. And we both just like knocked out. Yes. That, then that was it. But literally, we have spoken since every the day. Since in your inbox. Since April 2014. We yes. have not skipped a beat. Yeah. And it's amazing. And it's crazy because even though I've known you, since then, I feel like I still learn new things from you every day. Yeah, I think I that's what helps us a lot. Yeah. And I think it, it keeps us on our toes because we even, we've always, I think it's been initiated by me, but I feel that we have been able to have uncomfortable conversations the whole way through. The things yeah. we don't want to talk about, <laughs> which I think is really important in friendships. It's healthy. Talk about the things that you you may not think are easy, like mm -hmm. belief system, you know, what you think about money, what you think about the workforce, like what do you, what are your beliefs in raising children? Like the things yes. that matter when you're going to marry someone is the same kind of conversations, I think. I agree. You know, like I said money, didn't I? Yeah, you said money. You could have just financial, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> have these uncomfortable conversations. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. Just to get it out the way at least so that you know where the person is, like what page they're on. That checking thing is real. It really is. <laughs> and it's yeah. important. I think that's what helps us stay strong because I mean you said it the other you said it the other day. I forgot what we were talking about. I think it was about past experiences. Mm -hmm. Um you were like, yo, you're the only girl that you asked me about my past in detail and I could tell you things that you don't act all weirded out or yeah, start you'd be freaking mad, out. You'd be mad curious, actually. Yes, I am a very curious like, person. Man, you would just be chilling and you ask me like a random question like, where's the most random place you ever got your dick sucked? And I'm like, um... Because okay. we're also friends. Yes. Like, I feel like I always try my best to make a conscious effort to still do things that I would do if we were just friends. Yes. And those are things that I'm genuinely curious about. Yeah, we really do talk like two niggas. Yeah, we do. Yeah, like, you, you know, know what I mean? Like, sometimes I'll be like, yo, baby, you gotta tone it down a little. Like, because, <laughs> like, I really believe that if you was a nigga, you would be a dog. I don't think I would be a dog. You would be a dog. I don't have to be a male, first of all. 
No, but you know what I'm. You know what I'm talking. You about. mean because of the connotation that comes with a man behaving a certain way in comparison yeah, to a so woman? Yeah, I think you put your dick in everything. I mean, I would <clears throat> if we were in a relationship. I put my pussy on everything. This nigga. I mean, here. not other niggas, but women. This nigga here. Okay, but I I'm mean, I about, have to be honest here. Okay, but pause on all levels. I'm talking about if you had a beef. If you was my homeboy, I know certain conversations I have with you would be. You'd be. Just that type of nigga, like yo, bro. I met this bitch and I fucked her. Like yo, I think if you was my boy, your name would be Kevin. <laughs> that is such a fuck boy name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Kelvin. Nah, yo, a uh, Kelvin. Nah, Kevin's not like a fuck boy name. So it'd be like no, yo, Calvin is a fuck boy name. Yo, I'll hit you like yo, Kevin was gonna be like yo, I met this bitch and yo, like, remember that girl? Like yeah, I fucked her. I'm like oh word, like what up? So when's the next time you met your? I don't know if I'm gonna call that bitch. The pussy was good though. It was like my nigga. <laughs> You're like, making me sound horrible. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is you know the, that this is shit you used to tell me when me and you was friends. When I was talking about certain girls that I was digging, I'd be like, "Nah, you need to come with him out." Yeah, you tell me that. Well, nah, you need to fuck that. Or you generally ask me like, if I was cool with certain girls, like you fucked up. I'm like, no, and you're like, why? I'm like, yo, this is wild for a girl. And for a while, I thought it was an act, but I, I started noticing. I'm like, yo, this is really, really you thought it was an act? Yeah. You thought I was one of them girls that, that does the things to try because to be down. I think yeah. that that's what a man wants to hear. Exactly. But and then I, I start, generally live. Yeah, but I started noticing more and more. I'm like, oh, nah, this is really how she fucking is. And I thought it was like dope. Because I understand, like, I don't go by none of that females, males do this or whatever. There's no fucking differences. They're both human. Mm -hmm. Life is what makes us pick a path as far as how we're going to treat human beings. And I think that everyone in life goes through that asshole phase. Yeah, so so that's fire. why I say I don't have to be a nigga because if I wanted to be an asshole, I could still be a grimy ass nigga with bitches. Like <laughs> yeah, so that's what I thought was fire because it was like... We could sit here and have a whole conversation about it. And bitch. I won't hold it against you or argue with you yeah. later. Because I know females like that, they'll try to sit here and be like, I'm going to be your best friend tonight. So did you fuck her? Mind you, this could have been three years ago. And yeah. because you didn't you didn't tell her, then yeah. they'll be like, okay, so you want to fuck her? Yeah, that's like, wait, <laughs> wait bitch, what? bitch, you just asked me, did I fuck her? Yes, I fucked her three years ago. How do you figure I want to fuck her now? Nah, because if yeah. you fucked up, you fucked up before. That means you want to fuck again. I just fucked you. Why are we talking about me wanting to fuck her? That happened three years ago, or like holding your past against you. I think that's very yes. important in building a strong um, relationship. Relationship, yes, a strong foundation, anyway. Absolutely. Because I feel like you don't know people. Unless you know their past and who they've been before you. Exactly. That's very telling because everything has to do with everything. Yes. and I'm, I'm very, a strong believer in that. I'm very transparent with you. I don't care. I'm honest with you. It took everything. you a while, though. Yeah, but because certain, before, because every time I would I ask tell you, things, though, but certain things I tell you, you would look at me like, oh my fucking God, you really did that? I'm like, no, no, no. I was but wild. that's just me being dramatic. No, I know. I know. But I still give you dabs for it. Like, bro, that took balls. That's low-key fire. Yeah, that's fine. There's times where we have, like, whole conversations about my past with other women, and then I'll bust your cheeks after. Yeah, or I tell you, like, what I've done with my past niggas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my past situationships. 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 <laughs> and it'll be, like, a really open, eye-opening conversation. Mm -hmm. And then for some reason, it would just be, like, I don't know. It sort of works as foreplay sometimes because then we're like, we're not those people. Mm -hmm. 
So it makes it even more rewarding to know that we got here and we're choosing each other. Yes. And it's that, hot. That we've, we've grown. Even though you tell me that my past turns you on a little, which I still try to process sometimes. <laughs> well, I'm like, Every girl wants a hoe who turned good. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear it. Girls, listen, don't fucking lie. Every girl wants that guy that was unattainable and was a little bit of a cabeza dura, a.k.a. hard-headed or something. Somebody that you had to nudge a little bit. Not unhealthy shit all the way to the left where yeah, you're tolerating yeah, all I'm kinds of abuse. With, not to cu- I'm not, not saying all of that. Not to cut you off. I'm happy you mentioned that because there's probably some bitch listening right now that's like, yeah, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. But I'm happy that you said healthy because there's a big difference between... No, because we all tolerate some shit yeah, once okay. in a while. Okay. And then we learn, though. But yeah. some of us just keep accepting that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think... I and I say bitch it. respectfully. I'm sorry. There's no respectful way to say bitch. All right, bitch. I didn't want to. Cause it's probably, All right, guys. This is my boyfriend. I'm just saying because it's probably a girl that was listening. And she now, was we do high, generally talk. All right. And, and I said bitch. And she's probably like, yo, this nigga just called me a bitch. But you're only or a bitch. Or he calls women bitches. Because. No. No. I call dumb bitches bitch. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you call dumb bitches bitch. Yeah. Like, if you're a dumb bitch, I'm going to tell you, bitch, you're dumb. Like, yeah, but AKA, that also goes for men. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could, nigga could be like, nigga, you a dumb bitch. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't stop at females. Niggas be dumb bitches all the time, too. So I use that word Fact. freely because it applies to both sexes. Yes. Okay. I just... But yeah, um, <laughs> I can't explain why it does turn me on. Mm-hmm. I mean, besides the fact that every, not every, but I think every person has like an inner thing where they want to be with the person that's so-called can be dangerous mm-hmm. but they contain the danger for you mm-hmm. i feel like that's why it turns me on because i think we've learned in this relationship anyway that being in a serious monogamous relationship is a choice every single day absolutely it's not every month it's every single every single day. fucking day yeah. you want to know why because 24 hours is a lot of motherfucking time to do whatever the fuck you want if you really feel like it yeah and sure. to say no to that on the daily regardless of temptations or even just feeling like hey you know what like i'm not married or like hey i gotta live my life even deeper than that hey i want to have a selfish moment and i don't want to care about nothing yeah but see it's- choosing each other every single day through that mm-hmm I think that's the bigger thing. Yeah, but see, see, even in being able to acknowledge and have those type of conversations with you, that's healthy. Like, certain females wouldn't want to hear that. What the fuck you mean? They'd you're get choosing, insecure or Yeah, like, that. what the fuck you mean? You're choosing to do that every day. Like, what the fuck? Or even niggas, too, that, like, I don't want y'all to think, like, I'm single enough females. Because, once again, there's men who act like that as well. Like, if a female it's sets up. men. Okay, babe. We're Admit not, it. We're, we're not gonna. We're not doing this. Admit it. We're not doing this. We're really not. Men are it. extra stupid. We're not. Ugh. Women can just be stupid. So men are extra stupid. Women can just be stupid. Yes. I'm not going there with you. Anyway. Not today. Not today. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. But yeah, it could be. It could be both. Oh, fuck you. Ain't kind of lose my train of thought. I forgot too. It's the wine, babe. This nigga. I'm sorry. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you were saying that niggas can be bitches too. No, yeah, wait, that, that was or was that before? That was, that was before, right? Oh, Whatever, fuck. man. Like they get where I was going with it. Right? God damn it! it was, I don't remember it was now. Your fault. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Yo, yo, fucking. Wait, yo, shout out to Lila sleeping straight through this. Like, it almost feels like we <sighs> low key didn't just have a child. You're speaking like, of Lila, chilling. I know we usually mention her every episode. Yo, she's been on one lately, man. Like, her little personality is changing so fucking much. She's it's a little dope. She's asshole, hilarious. Yo. Our daughter is an asshole sometimes. But she's like, I mean, asshole in like a cute way. It's like fucking funny. Like, she'll do like really, like, I'll keep it 100. Like, y'all know me and Kelsey are, like, very open with shit. So, last week. When we try to fuck? Yes. Last week, we were But we try to be low, right? And we're, like, oh, let's get it in. She's taking a nap. Yeah, we usually do the the late night festivities because that's when we get a chance. That's the easiest. That's where she gets her biggest block of uninterrupted. So, we try to sneak in a a daily cheek busting. I was trying to, like... You bake. was trying to, fin- you was really trying to show me a good time. Yeah, I was trying to bake However, like it wasn't I- one of those naps where she- you know how babies sometimes wake up and they stay in their own little world and they fucking stay catnap. quiet. Fucking cat naps. So she took a cat nap and then as soon as she woke up, excuse me, she wanted to be super aware of everything around her. So the swing, we had tried to turn it, but then she kept making noise. So we decided to put her in the crib, in her sit-up chair, to stare at her little cloud light. <laughs> you know. She's five months. They get entertained quite easily. So we gave her some toys for her to face the light, right? This little girl. She turned <laughs> around while I'm laying down. And you're like between my legs. And she looks. And she glances at me. And she starts laughing. Like, awesome. I know what y'all niggas doing. So- oh, man. So Jenny's like, you know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to turn her around some more so that she can't turn her little head. So we do that, and she can't see us. But then she goes really loud, and she starts saying baby words really loud to the point that it's just we couldn't even we couldn't even tune it out. I can't do this. And then what made it even funnier is that when I go to her to take out the crib, she looks at me, she gives me the biggest smile. She like laughs. So like everything she does, she does this smile and laughing thing. And like, we literally can't, we don't get mad at her to begin with, but like when she- It gets a the, little frustrating, but it's like, it just melts away. Yeah, she because laughs. She's like such a fucking amazing kid. And I know I say this every episode and it's not just because she's my kid that I'm stressing this. She's really an amazing kid. She's so- fucking cool and all my friends that have like been around her they'll tell you like lila's mad chilled she's not one of those kids that cry for no reason she doesn't come well she only likes to complain in the morning when she wakes up and me and kelsey's still sleeping she does little shit to get our attention like she would just keep making noises till one of us wake the fuck up and usually it's me and i gotta tell like babe come on you gotta let mommy sleep and she'll look at me she'll laugh and she'll yell like really loud a new thing now. She'll yell, not cry, but just sort of like try to test all her octaves. Yeah, you know the baby that like that she does that a lot now. And sometimes Kelsey will like peek up and she'll turn around, she'll look at Kelsey to see if Kelsey's gonna get up. And if Kelsey goes back to sleep, she'll just start making mad noise. Until I get up and acknowledge her. And once Kelsey gets up, she'll just sit there mad quiet and just keep cheesing, smile. She's fucking obsessed with her mother. Like, I love her. She's really fucking obsessed with her mother. Like She's a daddy's girl as well, don't get me wrong, but sometimes when she's sitting with me and she'll just be looking for her mother. Like, I'm her main concern. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> so you're not going to come chill with us? And I think it's beautiful that she's so obsessed with her mother. Because I her, think mother, that her mother's dope. dope. I love you. I love you too. And I think it's dope that she goes to you for very specific things. Yes, and she goes to you for very... Like, we was just talking about this, that we're learning, like, what she goes to us for. She has her things that when she's going through it that she wants certain people 
like I noticed that, out of both of us. Yes, like yeah. I, like something that I noticed now when she's around a lot of people and she's getting annoyed and she's not comfortable around people. The only she person she you. yeah, the only person she'll want to hold her. But is anything me. else, anything else is her mother. Like yeah. anything else, she wants to go to her mother and. When her mother's not around, she won't cry, but she'll notice that her mother's not around. Like me and her do things, we'll have our little things that we do together, but she'll be looking for her mother. Like the other day she went with me to GameStop so I could go pick up my 2K. And when we got there and I like took out the car and I'm holding her, I noticed she was like looking at the door, like, where's mommy? Oh, mommy's not coming with us. So she's like- And she right. notices the energy difference. Yeah, so she's like able to like, she's very aware of things like that. She, she loves knows. when we're together. Yes, that's her thing. She knows when both of us, when the, our little families together, that's when she's the happiest. When one of us is apart, she senses it because she does little shit to have, to make us know that, okay, mommy's not here or daddy's not here. Yes, like very specific, specific needing. Yeah. But I back to the friendship thing, because I think we sidetracked a lot, so yeah, we didn't get to get bad. too much yeah. in depth with friendships. Yes. Um, but I want to go back to just, just acknowledging... What are you in your shorts? Yeah, man. I'm always finding your fucking hair places. I shed sometimes. Jesus fucking Christ. Natural hair problems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that as adults, you need to acknowledge your heartbreaks with previous friendships mm-hmm. to understand how to move forward. But I also want to say that I've been going through something. I don't know if it's because I'm a mom or because I'm getting older, but I feel this need to have female friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want purposeful, healthy, you know, enlightening, fulfilling friendships mm-hmm. with females. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always grown up with mostly a male group of friends around me, you know, which has been amazing and it has taught me so much. But I feel like I miss female energy in mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at this particular moment in my life, I need females around me. Being a mom is hard. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not that all of the female friends around me are moms, Mm -hmm. just that energy that females bring with them naturally, I need that right now. Because I have you as my male best friend, Mm -hmm. you know, and I have other homeboys that I'm close to, Mm -hmm. including also like my brother Frisco Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I feel like there's a hole, Mm -hmm. but I don't. It's just like, what to do? What are you gonna do? Sit here and interview like a whole bunch of a whole bunch of people, and then see how they can meet your criteria? Because well, I I understand the need for things to just happen organically, but mm-hmm. I'm also like, come on, like I want some female friends to go on vacation with, or like have like a girls' night out besides my daughter <laughs> and my cousin. What it is is you do have female friends, but the the healthy female friends that you have they all live like far from you yes and, mo- and some of them are mothers already so it's like hard for y'all to connect yes and, and it makes up. me feel like come on can we all just live in one house <laughs> one giant house yeah. with everyone having like their privacy of course yeah. i'm not that needy um <laughs> but you know like i just wish people that i want to pour energy into just lived closer mm-hmm. so that i can engage and be a female with them. Because it's easy to be a nigga every day with my homeboys. That's true. You know, but it's just to, it's just a woman, a woman, a sisterhood is different. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I particularly feel like I need that right now. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know how to do that now. 
and you have you even have your group of friends already that are that are close to you that you know it's never going to change yeah even if you add people to it you have your base yes people Mm -hmm. that aren't family Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i don't have that i get what you mean Understand. Like I know it might sound cliche to other people, but it's like I want to do those girls' night out, nice house. That's what I said. Nice house. Those girls' nice house. Night out. <laughs> nice house. I want to go on vacation with my bitches. Right. I want to like go shopping with my homegirl for clothes and be like, yo, like your butt look like this or whatever. <laughs> your butt look like that. I mean, most of the time, I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably looking at you like a nigga, but I don't. This doesn't mean I want to sleep with them, but I just want female friends that that are purposeful and also want to move forward with their lives, and they don't have to live their lives like me, mm-hmm. but still be in the in the lifestyle of always moving forward and doing things to move forward and improve self. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's hard for me I get you. because I know that's exactly what I need, and I'm not compromising it. But I'm glad I have you. I'm glad I have you too. Because you come with dick. Wow. Okay. So So that's definitely a plus. All right, Kipsy. So in closing, um what are so what are the if you had to give three main things to talk about the ideal friendship or like what makes it up for me? What makes up ideal friendship for you? Three. Hmm. This is easy but hard at the same time. Um, number one would be a person who has introspection, mm-hmm. meaning a person who's always willing to look within self and how it has to do with the outside. Mm-hmm. If you have that, then that's a major tool. Um, honesty, because mm-hmm. if you have honesty, then that means that you're applying it to yourself. So mm-hmm. you're not sitting here trying to live in bullshit and trying to lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. So you're going to understand the value of what it means to lie to other people. Mm-hmm. So you probably won't do it as much or with the same kind of thing. Uh-huh. And three, um, three, I feel like it sounds cliche, but it's very meaningful for me. A person who, who loves, who isn't afraid to love. Uh-huh. A so person boring. who wasn't afraid to let me know they love me or mm-hmm. that they miss me or that they want to hang out with me or that I hurt their feelings or that things make them feel like this or like that. But if they love self and they're in the in in the vibe of always trying to love self, then they're always most likely they're gonna understand how to be flexible with loving other people, even if they're def- different from them. So I think those are the three main things because they have to do with everything. Yes. Essentially. Gotcha. What about Let's you? Go. Do you agree with that? I, yeah, I'll keep it short for me. I'll say it's communication honesty and i guess you put honesty and loyalty in the same together thing. because they have to they're intertwined with each other right you oh. can't be super loyal if you're not honest honest oh, you could be deceitful and loyal to all the people that maybe don't something i don't fuck with mm-hmm. or something like that yeah so and I, still try to play both parts but then that always falls apart eventually yeah so then the third thing i would say would be love as well like i feel like we you can't be a genuine good friend if you don't understand the concept of love. And I'm not saying for other people. I'm just saying for me in general, that's what the I feel. The kind of love language that you speak. Yes. Somebody absolutely. that's true to that. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. 
I mean, guys, I know this episode was supposed to be about friendships, but it's also mostly about other shit, too. Yeah, but still, like, you get the hints of, like, where we're going with the whole friendship thing in there. Um, But, yeah, guys, we appreciate y'all tuning in, man. We genuinely enjoy talking to you guys every week. This is becoming much more than just a podcast. It's like conversations with friends. That and also, like, the blog posts, which I had made a really personal entry recently. Yeah. Um, I think I called it how to be here. Yeah. Um, where I open up a lot yeah. and yeah, it gets hard sometimes, but the more honest I am, I figure the more people it'll help. Absolutely. And the better I feel. Yes. So yeah, guys, as we tell y'all, check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Google Play, Stitcher, and a bunch of other major podcast that we streaming. don't remember the yeah we don't fucking remember. name too yeah anchor just holds us down and shares it on everything don't forget to send us your emails at kill scene cake thing um with your questions um experiences. stories experiences whatever like we're all ears we want to hear it and don't forget to check out the blog as well it's um kill scene cake thing where tumblr.com tumblr.com we get very personal with um stuff that has to do with us um day to day whatever the fuck we're whatever yeah it's like a not just parenthood either yeah it's just like stuff with us in general it's just a big open fucking journal that people can read pretty much yes and also um surprise surprise i'm considering um just speaking to certain people with their experience and publicizing it hopefully you know, mommies want to share their experience and stuff, but I'm going to pick um, a few people to specifically um, showcase their stories and stuff like that. And also photograph yes. you guys to include you in the blog. You don't have to show your face, but we'll, I'll provide the details for that another time. But I'm excited. Oh, Here we go with the singing and everything. Sure, yeah. Excited, she said. All right, guys. Um... <laughs> I have to sing one thing in each episode, at least. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> Can't wait to talk to you again next week. It's the Kill Scene Cake thing, and we're out of here. Bye-bye.